Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi, folks. Old man Grognard here. It's Friday, and tomorrow we leave for New Mexico for a week. Oh, boy, which is leading into my announcement that... I'm going to be taking off from this podcast for about a week. Funny, it's the week I'm on vacation. I may have a few surprises. I may record some stuff on my phone to play back sort of old man grognard on the road and incorporate into my podcast, but we will see. But in the meantime, I'm this podcast will be down for about a week. We're going, we're going to be leaving Saturday and coming back next Saturday, which is... Bring up a calendar here. I believe the 7th. So about the 8th or 9th, I will be back on the air with maybe some things to tell you about. Anyway, I just wanted to get that out on there in case you were looking for a podcast. Hey, where's the new one? Well, there ain't going to be no new one for a while. So, and that's that. Guess what? I have a voicemail. This is from Jason Hobbs from the Random Screed podcast here on Anchor and his Hobbs and Friends podcast he broadcasts. And let's take a listen. Take it away, Jason. Hey, Radio Grognard. This is Jason Hobbs with Random Screed. Hey, I found your Poker Face episode pretty interesting. Uh, I think that a lot of players use cues and clues from the GM to decide on a plan or which plan of action to take or when they're weighing options. What about this option? Oh, it looked like he partially smiled there. Anyway, I think it's a pretty interesting thing that you had there, a nice topic. And uh, keep it going, brother. And I think I'm going to talk about this topic, and maybe we'll push it out to the OSR Anchorites, get everyone talking about it. Have a good one, Glenn. Later. Thank you, Jason. That was cool. I'm glad you liked that one. I, the poker face thing, I was I was kind of surprised. It seems like I'm always lately casting around for subjects and things that I can talk about on this podcast, and that one just sort of came out of the blue, and it worked. Sure, yeah. See, you you bring up a really good point, a couple of really good points. People, to me, people automatically try and read other people. I know you're not supposed to, but it's part of human nature. And if you're a gamer, even more so, because you feel like your life... Some, some players, a lot of players, feel like their life and death depends on the GM. And it's not the GM, it's the world and the game. I know the GM has a lot to do with that, and it's also, you know, it's a world interpreted, a game world interpreted by the GM. So he may have, he's there's going to be some prejudices and things like that in there. But people will try and read other people, and everybody tries to read the GM. I mean, what, what, other, what other way is there? I mean... You've got to you've got to try something. See, it, it's funny. It's almost like a dual track when you play a game. That's what I feel like. It. I feel like there's the game with your character in the world 
trying to do something like I was oh jump over a cliff oh, jump jump over a chasm. I always use that example for some reason. But jumping over a chasm, you're there with the character in their in their head saying, Can I do this? I will give it a try. And then there's the meta part where you're looking at the GM, trying to figure out if it's gonna work. And you look at him, try and read any kind of things before you do it, or even after you roll. But you got to, you know, you're trying to look at him going, hmm, okay, I rolled a 17. Is it enough? And you're looking at him, and it's like you're trying to figure out what's he thinking, what's he thinking. It's human nature. So... There are there, and you can play. That's funny. As a GM, you can really play with that. Like I told you in the poker face thing, you could really, like, if you keep a poker face or you do something, rattle some dice. There's all kinds. Of, it's all psychological. So you've got the physical game. You've got the you got the fantasy going on in your head. You've got the character doing its thing in the fantasy world. And then you got the psychological thing going on at the table. And you should really not. I'm not going to say not do it, but it shouldn't be a big, 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 big part of it. It shouldn't, it, it should be, because, you know, like I said, we can't help but do it, but there should be some kind of balance there. That's why immersion is important at a table. You get more immersed in the game, you're worried about the world and what the character's doing rather than what the DM, you think the DM's doing to you when they're not. I mean, they may have, they may say, going back to the world and about prejudices, I mean, everybody's different. And people will interpret things their way. And as a GM, they're going to put a spin on something. They're always, you're, they're always going to put a spin on something because their world is, is made up of their, it, it's a collaborative world, but they set the, they set the background and if they have a certain way they want to do it, if they want to do it high fantasy or grim and gritty or whatever like that or anything in between and their own little twists on it, they're going to do it. They're going to set up the world that way. So it's the world reacting, even though it's his thing he did. So so there, there's there's got to be a balance, like I said, about everything. And that's just the nature of the game. That's the nature of people. So... You know, take that with a grain of salt. Take that for what you will. You take it with a grain of salt. I, I don't care. I'm just, just my opinion. You know. <laughs> oh well. Anyway. Oh, I also have an email. I have an email that just is going to open a can of worms here, which is good because this is going to be good. I've got an email from Dave at Paradox Orbit. He says, "Greetings, old man Grognard. Hi, Dave." I recently discovered your YouTube channel and am eating up the content. Well done. Your reviews and format are great. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. I picked up a hard copy of Raiders of the Lost Artifacts, which unfortunately didn't come with the PDF. Do you know where I can get the stock character sheet? There doesn't seem to be many resources for the game. Hmm. If I remember correctly, you can get Raiders of the Lost Artifacts on drive through RPG or RPG. Now, yes, you have to buy it, unfortunately. I really don't know where you could get it other than, well, you've got a couple of choices. You either buy the PDF on drive through RPG now, and it's pretty cheap. It's like, man, no more than like 10, 15 bucks. Less than that, probably. 
Uh, if you have a scanner, you can also scan the sheet. I know that's kind of like probably the last resort you want to do. It's not going to hurt the book any, but it'd look better if you had something from a PDF. But I don't really, all I can tell you is go get the PDF. I'm sorry, but you've got a great game there, Raiders of the Lost Artifacts by Night Owl Workshop. And anybody should, if anybody wants to run any kind of Indiana Jones-type pulp, that's the game to get right there. And at the end, he says, Also, any tips for starting out on the YouTube wilds? I have a few ideas for joining the OSR and video community. Thanks, Dave at Paradox Orbit. Thank you for that email, Dave. I'm glad you brought that up. I can tell you my experience on getting started with YouTube and Orbit. I could probably even tell you how we got started with, like, Think goes hammer, saber die, and things like that. But I'm going to keep it simple. I got involved in the videos for the same reason that you probably are involved, want to get involved with the videos. I wanted to impart some kind of advice and knowledge on role playing games, and that's how I started Old Man Grognard, which led to the reviews, which led to me constantly having to read stuff. No, I mean constantly putting 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 content out. I knew I had a felt I had something to say about it, and I'm hoping that I was hoping that you know whatever I said could be used and appreciated. So it's real easy to start. First of all, you probably have a YouTube account anyway. If you don't you don't just get a YouTube account? This is how I do it because there are many many ways to do it. I believe you can even do it over YouTube, but I never tried that. What I did was I used the webcam on my computer at the time. When I started, it was my laptop. And some webcam software, which you probably already have if you have Windows. And I just went for it and got myself a decent mic. I already had a decent mic because I was trying to do voice acting and things like that. So I already had a decent mic. I would recommend the Blue Snowball mic. That's a good mic to use for something like this. I had a more professional analog mic, but you don't need that to start with. And I just recorded my videos and then I edited them in Windows Movie Editor. Was it Windows? See, they keep changing things in the, I think it was Windows, oh, it's in Windows Movie Maker, which is, I believe, a holdover from 8 on mine. Uh, you can get it. You can get it through Microsoft. I believe they have Windows Essential. It's in the Windows Essentials package. I'm trying to remember because they just with 10 they recently changed stuff around. So go to the Microsoft site and look for Windows 10 Essentials. I'm guessing, or maybe Windows 8. I don't know which one, but it's uh, Windows Movie Maker. That's all I use. Some people they get other fancier movie make you know movie editing things but that's how i edit my videos i put in you know i have the cards i do up, i do up the title cards in paint shop pro i've already got all the elements so it's easy for me to put up another card you know i did the start card the end card things like that i chose my music music uh kevin mcleod's incompetech you can't get any better than that all his stuff is free to use creative commons for for non-commercial use also gemendo which is gemendo.com that is a website with 
practically everything on there is free Creative Commons for use non-commercially. And all kinds of up-and-coming, you're going to find a lot of up-and-coming bands and indie bands. Whatever genre music you want, you will find on there. So go ahead and raid that for music. A mic, I've already told you about the mic, Windows Director. I'm using right now... um, I had a problem with my laptop, so I'm doing all my stuff now on my main machine, which is an HP Pavilion 23 large screen. And let me tell you, the webcam on here really sucks. So I have a Logitech notebook cam that I've hooked up to it, and that works great. you got to watch it with the, the resolution. And as far as software to webcam software... You can try it. I, I use, right now, Movie Maker has a way to record video. And with a better quality than my normal software I use does. But it's got a few limitations that the other one doesn't have. I use, I was using, or I'd like to use again, a program called Minicam. I bought Minicam Studio, which is, has a monthly, you can do the monthly thing or you can buy it outright. What it does, it gives you virtual cameras. It gives you, if you buy like studio, it gives you up to 12 virtual cameras that you can use. That's why you see like a lot of fades and things like that in mine where I can say, hey, let's take a look at the book and do this. You know, I just, and I talk over it. And that's setting up each page in a cam. I take the PDF and I I get the screenshots and I set them up like that. Also, it does picture-in-picture really well. Unfortunately, it does not want to read my notebook cam, so I'm forced to use other means at this time. So what I do is I have a narrator guy now, me, and and so I do do kind of a montage of those in Movie Maker and then insert it. That's how I show you what, because I think it's important that people see what the book looks like and see what's inside of it. I, I applaud you for having to, for doing this because we can always use more gaming information out there and I'll be excited to see you, what you do. I have a few, I, I'll go over, I'll tell you what, again, my, my ground rules, my ground rules, see, I'll, I'll, I'll review anything. I will. Even genres I really don't care about and I'm really not interested in. I've done that before. And You send me the book, I'll review it. I'll give it a fair... And, and I will give it a fair shot, too. I'm not going to say, oh, yeah, they sent me this thing I really don't care about and here it is and da-da-da-da-da. That's not, that's not good. That doesn't help anybody. That doesn't help me. And also, I don't review things I don't, I don't care for. If you send me something, I'll review it, but if I have to, you know, I've half my stuff I've gone out and bought, and I don't buy things that don't inter- don't interest me. That's why I don't. That's why I don't review them. So unless they send me a, a copy or something, and it's like, okay, now I have to do it because I feel, you know, they're nice enough to send me something. I'm going to review it and give it a fair a fair hearing. Also, I've my, my main rule is if you want me to review something, send me the PDF and a physical copy. And there are reasons for this, not just because I want a physical copy, but the reason being I need the PDF to get the screenshots, of course, to show you 
here's what the layout looks like. It's easier and easier than holding up an open book and a camera, which I have to do anyway now with the thing. But but still, it's easier for me to show you that way. And I want the physical copy so I can put it on the camera and go, here it is. This is what it looks like. This is the size. Here's the page count. See how big it is? You know, that kind of thing. So people don't come back saying later, oh, I tried this thing. I, I, I got it on your recommendation and it really looked like crap and all this other stuff. And this is, well, can't blame me. I showed you what the book looked like. I just want people to get what they're supposed to get. I want these, you know, whoever's sending me, me I wanted to see, I want to see their product. I want to see what, what the average user is going to get for their money because to me that's important and also there's a personal reason no it's not because i want the book books but it prompts me to do the review (laughs) and that's that's i know this sounds kind of funny but and i'm not trying to disparage pdf only authors but if i have a physical book on my desk I'll remember to do it. If it's on my hard drive, not so much. Now, I know that's... I, I understand that's not being fair to the PDF-only crowd. In fact, I'm starting to think about starting a... possibly a sub-series in the reviews series about PDF-only products. But that's good but i for the mean in the meantime if you got a physical copy if you got a physical copy of the material i want to see it i don't know if that's fair well let's not go back into that again but anyway that's how i started i mean i'm i'm really simple it's a webcam and windows movie director and and that's all you need you can get more elaborate from there i know i've seen people who, who have more elaborate stuff but that's me. I just want to get the info out and be a good host and be responsible. I have a I have a thing about being responsible, a responsible web host and things like that. And here, go on Anchor. Get yourself an, just get yourself a mic. I'm use right now I'm using a gaming headset with a mic on it and it works for me. Sign up to Anchor and they will walk you through it. You can even do it from your phone. I don't do it from my phone cuz I want mine to sound I want mine to sound more in line with my other podcasts. I edit it and things like that. Anyway, so that's about podcasts. And now it's time to get my rear in gear. So I hope you folks have a wonderful day. I know I'm going to try having a wonderful day. And until I see you next time, keep the dice warm. And I'll see you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. 